Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. <laughs> We're desperate. <laughs> buy some merch! Um, that's, that is more cooked than a Kaikoui pea den. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty cooked. Yeah, and it's that, I will say, and that, it's baseline, deeply cooked. Uh, you can actually get cooked. that both cooked and on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Got a meth, meth humour there. Oh, yeah. is that is that P for play or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even begin to explain the trauma that me and Samuel have just gone through. Yeah, that was really unpleasant. That was really, Um, really (laughs) unpleasant. I actually can't believe this is what we're bringing into another episode right now. It's... Um, we're bringing okay. nothing but absolute malignant vibes to <laughs> season three. Um, but I would like to say that this is our first episode flying solo. So we're recording on our laptops with devices. It feels weird not sort of being like monitored by a man who obviously knows more and better. You know, like I just feel unsafe. <laughs> I know. Without know? the patriarchy, I'm fucking nothing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, if there's not a dick inside me, I'm worthless. <laughs> if there's not a dick above me watching my every move, who even yeah. am I? <laughs> yeah. If I'm not walking around with a with a load of me, I'm walking around without self-esteem. And you can take that to the bank. <laughs> Said every woman who's ever been born. No jokes, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Said every woman or person with a pussy pocket. <laughs> yeah. A pussy pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how are you? Um, I'm feeling a little less sick today, which is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god, literally nothing else to report. Obviously, I just wrapped up um, what has been one of the most life-changing years of my life. And I'll mm-hmm. soon be coming back to Auckland. And I'm really excited about that because um, Wellington is a toilet. It, it's a cold, windy toilet. And... <laughs> I'm sorry if you live here and we're friends. We can still be friends. I just don't want to come visit you here ever again. Yeah. Though I I will be back here in November and February. (laughs) But you will be saying flush, flush. Yes, flush, flush, flush. It's not me me saying that. It's climate change. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And um, lest we say the general election that's just happened. On the weekend. Oh, yeah. Do people want us to get topical and political? Is is that what they're tuning into the podcast to hear? Maybe let's so anyway, this. the Middle East. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely Middle- not. <laughs> absolutely not. I don't want to talk no about one, Gaza. No, We're not talking about no, Gaza. We're no, not touching that. And you know what? Just, no one's asking us to. No one is asking us no, to. No, I will is, say let's this. Keep it that way. What I will say is free Palestine, and the rest of it, um, I will say not on this pod. <laughs> Even that's probably contentious at this point. You know what I mean? Oh, but, but it's staying. <laughs> but it's staying. Um, it's staying. I'm your I'm Johanna Cosgrove, and I'm Sam Takani, and you're and listening, you're listening to, to Rats in the Gutter. In the gutter.
Dead <laughs> um, rats, slipping rats, drowned rats, burned rats, starved burn rats. Rat- <laughs> rats hanging from a noose in the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big rats, small rats. <laughs> Here comes the baker with his rats like always. <laughs> That's from Beauty and the Beast. Is it? <laughs> Is it? Well, obviously Actually, I made... I think I dreamed that. <laughs> I didn't dream that. Um, anyway, how have you been? I haven't even asked. I know you just finished a day of shooting. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. So, also, my life has changed so insanely. The theme of this... Top, the theme of this episode is transitions, we decided. Transitions. Because both of our and lives no, have And no, it's not an hour of transphobia. <laughs> it's a, a <laughs> profound commentary on moving from A to B. <laughs> 60 minutes <laughs> of turfs and the like. <laughs> yeah, of national adjacent vitriol. <laughs> an hour of transphobia? Yeah. No, my life has changed so dramatically. Right now I feel so tired that I feel like I have dementia. Um, yeah. In the space of, I think the last time we recorded, I just finished up at Shortland Street. By the end of that week, I literally, I can't say anything more about it because it's top secret, but I got literally my dream life changing job and I got a fucking man's. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, it's and we're both moving house this week. We There's so much houses. going on. There's so much going on. I'm really excited to to come back to Auckland and move back into my little room. I just, oh my God, it's all I'm really thinking about at the moment. But I'm so glad I gave myself this week to just sort of, I don't know, go deep within myself in Wellington and pack down my old room and scrub the toilet, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Just stunning. Because I actually, I think the the idea of of physically relocating within 48 hours of wrapping up my course, like, would have actually been, it would have been a trauma. It would have been a fucking trauma. Yeah, when you called me, and I'm on saying Saturday. that as someone who grew up in Northland, you know, like it would have been a trauma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that is more cooked than a kaikaui pd and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's pretty cooked. Yeah, and it's that I will say, and that it's baseline deeply cooked. Uh, you can actually get cooked. that both cooked and on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Little meth, meth humor there. Yeah. Oh, and is that is that P for play or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Yeah. Really excited to be coming back to Auckland. Uh, yes. But then also, I messaged our our flatie. I was like, oh, I'm so happy to be coming back to Auckland. She was like, Well, that's cool. But also, just remember, it is. It's it's still Auckland, and you hate half the people here. And I was like, Yeah, I that's. I will say. Yeah, there is yeah, absolutely the dose of reality. There is a still cesspit vibes, but what is it? The bilge water from the flooding? Oh, the council should have cleared that up already. That's outrageous. Oh my god, think, no! Think no, of the mosquitoes. I was I I did end up at wine cellar on um Saturday night, and there was yeah. some. I'm just gonna say no more about that because. <laughs> We can all read between between those very um, illustrative lines. <laughs> <laughs> what, no, did you did you assault somebody? What? Or why so hush hush? Oh, what happened? No, I didn't assault anyone. Actually, I had quite a nice interaction with somebody who I thought I would have a terrible interaction with. Um, Christopher Luxon. <laughs> can you imagine? No, it was literally the after party for the for the greens for close. Oh, yeah. we'll and didn't in. Tim like host that? Yeah, Tim. So. Oh my god! So So my Saturday night was insane. I went and did stand up comedy at the Classic, which I've been doing very regularly. But I've I've had to cancel all my gigs because of um, 
Giardia. That I'm the, uh, from Giardia and Ricketts. Got this viridium. Yeah. Got this viridium. Uh, too much selenium yeah. <laughs> and a lot of magnesium. <laughs> what even is selenium? Selenium, you get it in nuts. But was someone was talking, was Tim talking to us yesterday about someone that died of a selenium overdose? I think he dreamed that. I see that prophetically, what I, prophetically, 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 selenium. Yeah. Um, I did stand up at the classic, and I've been doing stand up. I be, was before this gig doing stand up super regularly, so I was really like, I was hot, I was zesty, my material was starting to get really good. Um, and I had to can all my gigs because of this current gig that I'm doing. That is just I cannot stress how life changing. It's going to yeah, be. It is, it is already life-changing, but then once it, once it comes out, it's going to be completely life-changing be, for you. Yeah. But when I was doing the stand-up gig, because my, in my head is like all this shit. Like, I, like it's been a big week. I get there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like come out onto the stage. And I wouldn't say that I'm like firing on 100% all cylinders, but it's still good. Like, it's still fine. And I get heckled the worst I've ever been heckled in my – like. Like the yeah, most poisonously, like, like viciously I've ever been heckled. Like, wasn't just like drunk people talking through my set. It was a man standing at the back screaming, you're a shit comedian and you're bombing. The reason he was doing that is because he <laughs> he tried to talk and I was like, no, can't, and shut him down. Then he tried to talk again and I was like, sorry, babe, I don't actually speak to threes. <laughs> and then um, he got really furious and started screaming, uh, you're a shit comedian, you're bombing. Um, I paid yeah. $36 to see good comedy and this is bad. And then what was I his just... first mistake? He paid $36 to see stand-up comedy. Like, <laughs> But then sweetie. also I was like, you're messing with the wrong bitch because I was just like, get out. Fuck off, fuck off. And then the whole audience just started chanting. Wet chowed, wet chowed, wet chowed. Ugly, anti-vax. Yeah, peaked in high school. Yeah. <laughs> low self-esteem. Yeah, low self-esteem. <laughs> hate you. And Sal. Yeah. <laughs> Micro dick. Micro dick. I bet... I, I, I bet he was really embarrassed the morning after. It sounds like he was being vitriolic because he wanted to have sex with you. And when it became blisteringly apparent that the feeling wasn't mutual, he turned like a rabid dog. And honestly, it's like um, women fear being killed by men and men fear being humiliated. And what I did was humiliate. So I'm hearing equality is what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, basically, it sounded like you didn't bomb at all. Basically, it sounded like you killed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, was he making you feel unsafe or was he complimenting you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's ask my dad. No. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. That actually sounds really um, confronting and vicious. And I think and it's easy hectic. to, it's obviously easy to like joke about it. But honestly, the shit that you, the shit that I've had people say to me while I've been on stage or this, that I've seen, the stuff that I've seen comedians go through from audience members is nothing short of absolute and utter abuse, and it's yeah. got to stop. Well, you're, it's an interesting <laughs> space. It's a really weird space, right? You're putting, you're exposing yourself, um, and the expectation is that you're going to be funny or whatever. And a lot of what's funny in stand-up comedy is also abject, so the audience already thinks yeah. it's at liberty to sort of p- participate because, as a comedian, you're you're hopefully, what are you doing? You're like, you know, making parody of making parody in light of social mores, et cetera. So that's yeah. that carnivalesque. Quirks, it, it's for, foibles, 
yeah, before yeah, the show yeah. even begins, you know? And, and so that's what the audience is bringing. And if you are visibly that, and you certainly are, you, you have a very energetic and charismatic stage presence and your content And also I looked so hot. I cannot stress yeah, this there enough. We go. I looked so good, even with um, – Oh, this is another transition. I, my hair has gone from sort of Bridget Bardot to Belgian biscuit. Uh, it's currently um, brown at the front, pink at the back. You know, when I worked when I worked in the cafe, those Belgian biscuits that your hair looks like and that you posted were my absolute favourite. To the point where I got the cafe owner to order me a separate box that I would take home. So, no, that's my personal box. It's my personal. Yeah. No, my seriously, order would come up like um, one for me, one for you, one for me, one for you. Filling the cabinet. <laughs> so I would take home a box of Belgian biscuits. Ta- if Tara's listening to this, which she inevitably will be, uh, yes, that she, and shout out, Tara. shout, shout out, out to Tara, shout out the pod, Tara, we love you, bitch. <laughs> and thank you for the Belgian biscuits. I uh, yeah, yum. That was yum, like yum, yum. I feel like you've told this story on the pod before, but when we t- we both talked about how we used to um put scraps in the apron. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, the, when I was wearing like an apron when I was working at a restaurant in Whangarei, it had a little marsupial pouch on it, and so I would yes. just like tip, yeah, I'd tip the steaks and things into the marsupial pouch, and they'd be like, "I'm just going to the bathroom," and I'd be sitting in the paraplegic toilet eating whatever I could find in my pouch, which would often be pieces of steak and sometimes chocolate cheesecake, <laughs> and a fucking toilet, <laughs> getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate cheesecake in a public toilet. I'm sorry, but calling it your, referencing it as exclusively as your little marsupial couch. <laughs> marsupial. The, what what are we going to call it? My little, my little poverty pocket. <laughs> my, little, my little poverty poly pocket. Poverty my pocket. Little, my little poly pocket of poverty. <laughs> oh my God. Poly pocket like state housing edition where it's like it just opens up. And it's like government uh, housing. Po- <laughs> it's poly poverty. <laughs> poly poverty. <laughs> Poly poverty. Poverty. Well, that's where half the country's going at this late stage. After Saturday night. Fuck, watch. This was the other thing. Watching that election from the green room of a comedy club, not a vibe. Don't don't recommend it, girls. Don't do it. Um, I mean, obviously I wanted to know, but it was not a vibe in terms of bringing – um, joy to the masses <laughs> wasn't. I'm just so embarrassed for this country. I mean, I was talking to somebody about like how and, how and why people could have given that bald prick so much fucking power. Um, what was she saying to me? She was like, um, oh, maybe it was the mandates, you know, as if like Labor having those vaccine mandates was some sort of valid reason for people, for people to swing, like usual centrist voters oh. to sort of swing into voting for national all of a sudden. It's kind of like, Okay, so people's reason for voting in a a balding, visibly overweight conservative Christian as our fucking who believes prime minister, that abortion is tantamount to murder. Yep. Um. So the re- people's reasons for doing that is because during a global pandemic, we all had access to healthcare. Okay. Cool. No, no, no. Cool. Cool. Got it. Clocked it. Okay. Real cool. Okay. Okay. You fucking um, pricks. Honestly, I just feel like it, I. I am not in love with this at any country. The idea of country is to to me repugnant in the extreme. Yeah. Um. But after Sunday night, I think everyone in this country deserves to die. Um. Uh, and <laughs> if, I, if I could get away with it, I'd do it myself. But I, I certainly you. won't. I certainly wouldn't. No, you certainly, certainly won't. won't. You certainly won't. Yeah. What? Um. Yeah. Just in case you are listening to this. Oh my God! Someone messaged me and was like, "I'm a massive fan from Abu Dhabi," and I was like, "So, um, shout out oh, to." Our, our, Shout out to Abu Dhabi. Shout out to whoever managed to get on some sort of dark web access from the United <laughs> Arab Emirates 
uh, to Rats in the Gutter. Um, you can't send a dick pic, but you can listen to propaganda from the West, yeah. namely us. <laughs> namely, Johannes and your Chikani. What we're talking about is on Saturday, the 14th of October, it was the New Zealand uh, election. And the results. Oh, of yeah, which, we just made that assumption, right? We're assuming that yeah, we, we just don't made have that global reach. No, when we do have global reach. We do actually have glo- what we our reach. It's global. <laughs> it's global. <laughs> We've gone global. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. Pitbull, <laughs> darling, <laughs> Mister <No>. Worldwide? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're taking me right back to my 06 after ball that yeah, I didn't I s- go to. <laughs> oh. I saw it flash in your eye. I saw the like the sateen band. Remember Cumberbuns? They had a moment in the early two thousands. Cumberbuns only as a part of my costume from when I played Alfred in the Funky Theatre Company edition of Tom Sawyer. <laughs> but um, n- never since, never since. <laughs> of course, you were Alfred. Yeah, I was Alfred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and a but anyway, but what we're talking about is the election. The results not cummerbunds. Not cummerbunds. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there's definitely some links. There's some ties. There's some links and ties. But um, basically, oh, got a fucking cummerbund, surely. Yeah. So the results are. There's still where we're at. It looks like the national government. Uh, Christopher Luxon, who's the head of the National Party, is set to be the next Prime Minister. And they have a They do not have enough seats to govern alone, but they are aligned with ACT, um, a dangerous right-wing, anti-trans, oh, uh, just religious nightmare, which is um, captained, not the right word, but whatever, by David <laughs> Seymour, who... Um, cheerled by cheerled, David Seymour. Uh, <laughs> Maitre deed by... Uh, Maitre deed. <laughs> Maitre deed by David Seymour, who looks like... What does David Seymour look like? It was kind of like a toad know. that's been run over, crossed with a young schoolboy. The eyes, the eyes want are drawn to each other. Do you know what I mean? They, they are drawn <laughs> to each other, and they're just on that precipice where he looks normal, but uh, you know, a second, third, fourth glance, they, they do. They, the eyes want to be together. They want to be together. They want to be together, and they they've been be- kept apart. They're like. They're like two cousins at an Irish wedding, you know. They want to be together, but it's <laughs> something not right. <laughs> something not right. Like, I don't know if he, you know, if he wasn't the figurehead of a, um, you know, of a right-leaning conservative party, I probably would contemplate having sex with him. Yeah, I know but you he would. Is, so he is the most damaged white man in New Zealand. So. This oh, so naturally, I am attracted naturally, to Naturally, your gravitation... But I'm not. I'm saying hypothetically, if he wasn't Hypo- yeah, the yeah, head yeah. of a conservative party, then, then I would be. But I'm not, because he is. So, And that's yeah. on growth. <laughs> and that's on growth. <laughs> and that's on that, growth, babe. That's on 12 Steps. Um, and, that's, that's on, <laughs> and that's a transition that you've made. Um, that's from, on Namahi. That's on Hawara. Yeah, Hawara. Yeah, um, that's on all the Namahis in the world. That's yeah. on um, <laughs> from ass. one ehor to another ehor. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I need oh, to. St- no. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Should we cut that bit out? I don't think no, we can. No, I don't think we can cut it out. I think everything. Okay, I just like to formally apologise now to the <laughs> Um. Anyway, so Act and National looks like they can form a government. So that's that really leaves, horrifying. That's fucking yeah, horrifying. Labour, Labour, who've been in, gov- they've been um, in power for the last two terms. So that's six years. They were absolutely depleted, deleted, annihilated. Um, 
They ran a really shit campaign, though. We kind of went over this in the politics episode. Their campaign was nothing. New Zealanders want... The thing is, New Zealanders just wanted change or the illusion of change. They didn't... People don't understand that it's not the Labour Party's fault that there was a global uh, pandemic. A, a pandemic? A I know. Yeah. They don't people understand. are just, no, people are fucking retarded. People are just retarded. <laughs> like, they're, they're fucking retarded. People make me sick, honestly. And I just, but I just can't. I also think that's a failing of the Labour Party not to just be like, okay, bless you, Jacinda, thank you so much. And now we're a fully, we're a new, refreshed Labour Party ready to lead you. Let's change. Let's Let's go for it. And then they could build on some of the awesome work that they actually have done. Anyway, there is way. It literally, more. it doesn't go any deeper than oh, we've had red for a bit. Let's try blue. Like you know, you know what I mean. It goes no deeper than that. Yeah. It goes no deeper. Yeah, and anti-abortion blue. I oh, fucking hell, Gilead, here we come. <laughs> and, and thank God because I just I look so good in a wimple so you know <laughs> I look best when I'm completely shrouded oh wait no I'd be I'd, I'd be a gender gender trader in Gilead so to rephrase I'd look so good strung up on a concrete wall with a oh, bullet yeah. in my head <laughs> yeah you and I are the first to go really um it's the- well, you're, you're staunchly heterosexual what are you talking about well, I'd get my I'd get my IUD forcibly ripped out of me. Um, well, they'd find your little stash of home job abortions under the floorboards. <laughs> no, I love all my children equally. Yeah, <laughs> dead. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Probably not the week to be making dead kitty jokes, eh? No, no, definitely not. Oh no, my God. redact, redact. Anyway, redact, let's sure. back to the back to theme transitions. <sighs> I'm re- again really looking forward to transitioning back to Auckland. I can't wait. I think I'm going to go to ground for a couple of weeks. Um, it's also I'm babe, I have a nervous it, system again. You're transitioning from um, essentially being in a place of learning full time to a place of practicing full time, and that yeah. feels that is so fucking exciting and cannot be underestimated. Inter- it underestimated. Is really, <laughs> it is. It is really exciting. It is. I mean, yeah, it's really exciting. I just. Um, it's going to be a really hard year though because it's like I don't necessarily know where my regular income is going to be coming from but that's I think it's all part of the fun to be honest <laughs> yeah you know um, I mean? let's hope and pray it's from Rats in the Gutter so please subscribe to our Patreon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, I just yeah this year it's like it's going to be it's going to be hard but it's going to be really this coming year it's going to be so fucking exhilarating like I'm already exhilarated and not not anxious exhilarated like I just I cannot fucking wait uh, I'm, we're all speaking in hypotheticals now. The specifics are: I'm going to make a short film, and it's it's resourced, and that's really exciting. And I just, yeah. I, oh my god, I, I'm like I'm wet. I'm fully dilated. I, it's, it, it's feeling is indescribable. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. Honestly, you know what? I feel like we've both actually transitioned into our creative zeniths. <laughs> Do you know what it? This sounds psycho, but. Um, <laughs> I'm not wrong. Uh, it, it, it's hammy, but it, it's hammy, but it's accurate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely do feel like I'm sort of I know, barreling I into. I see the look in your eye when I said it, and you looked uh, <laughs> sick, sick, really ill. It just sounded, it sounded like a Disney special. You know, the, the kinds, that's, the kind that's sort of like um, yeah, the ones to like, like tweens telling them they can be whatever they want to be, do whatever they want to do, when that's actually just not the case. No, some of those and- tweens are fours. So you know. And I know this because I went to the Eras tour 
cinemas. <laughs> and all the fools were there. They were all and, there, dreaming their little the, dreams, singing their little songs. Singing their little songs. I actually, I'm not going to lie, I fucking loved it. I went with my friend Sophie, shout out, who had just come back from the UK and she bought a group of a group of us tickets to go and see it. So it's like me, friend of the pod, Chelsea Preston Crayford, other friend of the pod, Ella Mizrahi, and then some other friends. They're, we're all like in our 30s, you know, some of them have kids. And we're there with fourteen-year-olds. Some of them have kids. Some of them have kids. Can you believe it? Uh, can you believe it? The thought of the, and this economy. The audacity of having children, yeah. <laughs> alive children. <laughs> 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 no, we're holding. I'm holding hands with teenagers, um, crying and swapping bracelets. <laughs> it was actually profound. It was a profound experience. I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I thought I was at the beginning of the year, but I was actually. Because I was like, oh, that Midnight's album's actually kind of good. It wasn't good. I was just borderline depressed and lonely. Yeah, I will say that um, every time... Moment of weakness. Every time I've come to Taylor, it's... I would... I'm a, I'm like a 50-50 Swifty, you know? Um, and... I will say that new Olivia Rodriguez album is fucking Liddy's. <gasps> oh, my God. I've been listening to her on repeat. It makes sour... Look like fucking dog shit. Honestly, it's Vampire so is just an amazing song. Um, what's the I other like that one? Get him back song. Get him back so good. Oh my god! I just got an intense text message, but I'm just gonna leave that. What is later. it? What is it? It's just about work. Is it? Oh, okay. It, it is about work. All right, cool, cool, it cool. I'll tell you when we hang up. Um, I know your job is your job is totally fun and exciting, exhilarating, and all of those things. You're saying before, you know, quote unquote, creative zenith. It's the you're getting to do the thing that you, you study to do. You know, so yeah, that's I think that's the thing. And like, even though it's kind of trite and whatever, the, you know, all the earnest cringe, etc. Um, I don't have any other words to describe <laughs> um, how cheesy, <laughs> cheesy the phrase my creative zenith is. Um, but it actually is really emotional, and I, I have never. I feel so skinless at the moment, but in a good way, you know? Yeah, I feel fucking skinless as well. I feel like, you know, I've just had a year of change. Now my life's going to change all over again. And and there's this sort of this negative ambience of the election outcome that's just sort of floating around, sticking up the air, um, which isn't even to mention the Middle East because we're not going to, you know? Like, I just, there's just, it's just too much. It's just, it's just too much. It's too much. It, yeah, it's too much. I feel like I've cried. Said Sam more. from the comfort of his his luxurious Rosneath house <laughs> overlooking the harbour and the Miramar Peninsula. <laughs> it's so just too much. From her beautiful Greyland home. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough, she says, sat on her ergonomic mattress. <laughs> yeah. No one knows struggle like me. I had to leave the house to get pods today. It was not in my schedule. Oh, my God. And it's not in my schedule story <laughs> this is not simply my story i told you i finally got laid as well like obviously this no, year has been a okay. really dry year for you <laughs> it's been dry no, yeah purposefully, you just purposefully it, dry, yeah. i want the i, I want to know everything oh, i was just like a group scenario it was a really good time it was so good to i've just forgotten how cleansing it, it can be to just have like a fucking train run through you by some complete strangers Though that the, so the other much. bottom left, because obviously I was the bell of the ball. I'm always the bell of the ball in group situations. <laughs> I am the bell of the ball. You take that uh, to the bank. 
I'm the like, hot. Oh, you're leaving? See ya. I'm the hottest <laughs> hole in the room. Yeah, more dick for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so happy for you. I was it's... drenched. Honestly, I left that house looking and feeling like a like a donor bank. Like I was just. Oh my god, deposits! <laughs> You've just been completely deposited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was Krispy Kreme glazed. Krispy Kreme. Oh. You were a, just you marvelous. were just a gorgeous German bunt cake. <laughs> yeah, it was. It really did tear me up, though. Like I, really, I think I've only just recovered now. Was it? Was it like how many? Four, four and one. Four, four of them, yeah, four and one, and four hours, which is really nice. It was so good. Ta- but like I hate that. Ta- I, I hate that. That's like now ta- a novelty. If you know, that, that is generally a regular occurrence, but. Because my life has been academic this year, I suppose you could say it's you know I've just had other priorities, and that's chic to be honest. So chic, so fucking chic. What is this chic? I think um, I might start smoking again. I've I've also decided. I love that. I'm excited. I'm going to Melbourne. And I'm saying that that's an earnest that's an earnest share. That's not us seeking sponsorship by by Marlborough and or Rothman Blues. Um, um but I do <laughs> love Marlborough Golds. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm actually going to I'm going to Melbourne next weekend to see my boo, who's to a big meet with fan the Marlborough people. Yeah, uh, to meet the Marlborough men, yeah. <laughs> the Marlborough men. <laughs> um, and I'm I will. Sure he did. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he died with like a Stephen Hawking type um, voice box. The Marlborough man. Yeah. That was Sam Shepard, and he is dead. But he's also a very famous playwright. Oh really? Yeah, I'll send you'd love some of his plays. One of it. See, smoking is cool. Smoking is cool. He wrote this play called Fool for Love that I was obsessed with, but it was about an incest brother and sister that were in love. But I loved the play. And obviously we did it at youth theatre when I was 16. And um, all the sort of kissing, touching and nudity kept in. So (laughs) at our behest. Different time, different time. time. Better time, better time. Somebody say better, somebody say better. Um, but when I I am going to be hitting up duty free next weekend, um, on my way to Malps. Oh, your man must be so excited to see you. I'm really excited to see him too. Absolute shout out! Absolute shout, shout out! Shout out! What's his name again, your man? Tony. Tony, I knew that. Um, I did. So, I I did write a stand up bit about Tony. He does know this. I'm not just <laughs> revealing this for the first <laughs> time. Um, the crux of it being that. <laughs> Tony is the head baker of this amazing bakery in Melbourne and um, I am gluten free. <laughs> so it's like a rom- it's like a modern day Romeo and Juliet, really. Um, one of us. <laughs> yeah, modern day, uh, what, celiacs and lupus. <laughs> Water and oil, celiacs and lupus. Celiacs Romeo's and lupus. covered in flour and Juliet's got rancid guts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yuck. Yuck, How was your day yuck. at work, babe? Actually, don't tell me because it makes me physically sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so good. Oh that was the joke. That was the joke that I used. And then, and then the Are you guys man's... open? Are you like fucking while he's over in Melbourne or no? We're not open. We're closed. We're closed. Who are... I'm too okay. busy. Who or are we going to fight? saying that because we're on the pod. <laughs> No, I would be I would be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not open. We're not open. Okay. And honestly, I wouldn't have the t- I don't A I don't really want to be because I really like him and B mm. um 
I don't have the time. And there's simply. I know. Can you believe that? Can we talk about this as well? Like the yes. who I just said that. Can we talk about this like a podcast? Like, can we talk about this? No one's talking about this. Um, <laughs> but can we talk about this? Uh, yes. Just like not having not having time for sex. Like suddenly, like the time and energy that I would normally, you know, channel into having sex with strangers is, is now just being used up by other things. And that's that's a double edged sword. You know, like it's a double edged sword because on one hand sword. it's kind of amazing, and then on the other hand. I've definitely been like, I'm so alone. <laughs> and success is lonely. <laughs> it's so lonely at the top. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you've ever been at the top, but um, it's <laughs> oh really God. lonely up here. It's really lonely. They do have an Illuminati med pod up here, but it's really lonely. That's the trade-off. <laughs> it's just me and Beyonce up here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy. Oh <laughs> so God. crazy. Oh, my God. I just did body shots of Taylor Swift, but I'm so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> She's got an Audi. It looks real fucked up. I'm so lonely. Have you watched the David Beckham documentary? No, because I have zero interest. Zero. Oh, my God. I watched, the entire, I watched it in its entirety yesterday. And I'm not going to lie. I absolutely loved it. Um... And it is lonely. That I just saw how lonely it was at the top. <laughs> okay. He's also Samuel. He's so hot. He, in the nineties, I know so that. He's I'm, a, so I'm an elder millennial. You know, I, I was a you know very gay teen going through puberty, in and around his, like the peak of his visibility. His and the visibility, peak in his you know, zenith, in like, his creative zenith, in <laughs> his creative zenith as a really hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's he's extremely hot. Um, I just have to, I just don't have any interest in that in watching that documentary. I don't know what have I been watching lately. Yeah, what have you been watching? Nothing really. Nothing. Oh, I definitely I feel- watched that new Mike Flanagan show because I, I love Mike Flanagan, and this is his last um, in his Netflix residency. This is his last Netflix collab, and it's like an Edgar Allan Poe thing. It's like the fall of the House of Asher, Usher, but then it's like. Um, it's a whole bunch of like other post stories folded in there, like Murders of the Room Morgue, that gold bug shit, Arthur Arthur Pym, that pirate one who ends up being like a um a family lawyer, lawyer to a succession style family that is mm. the house of Usher and in this version. Um and it's good, it's fun, it's really campy. It's not Midnight Mass though, which I do love. I honestly think that's the best thing he's ever done. I'm a huge fan of that. You love Midnight Mass more I than love... you love many other things. Yes, yes. Well, certainly more than I have the Beckhams. Yeah, well, I just feel like I don't have brain space to consume anything with um, plot. You yeah. You I mean? Oh, no, but- fuck me. Oh, my God, no. I take that back. Do you know Do you know what I have been watching, which I've only just discovered, what? but even though it came out in 2019, um, that Too Old to Die Young, Nicholas Wining Riffin's show, because I had no idea he'd even done long form. And oh I found God, that out. what? Yeah, I don't know so- anything about this at all. In 2019, he did a show called too old to die young and it's like people will either love it or hate it because it's him you know and he does have a very distinct sort of style and yeah you could argue that it's like alienating and indulgent and and pornographic he said outright that he's a pornographer and i really appreciate and respect that (laughs) it's aspirational as far as i'm concerned like he just he just said it outright can you it's great the show is great anyway by the way it's it's fucking awesome not for everyone though It'll each episode is an hour and a half long. Oh, okay. Stretches out like um, ten minutes of normal dialogue into forty-five minutes, sometimes longer. It, there's a lot of silences, a lot of blanks, 
um, a camera that moves at an incredibly glacial pace. It's been described as terminally boring, but I think it's fucking beautiful. I'm You're really, like, but I love really into it. every minute of those <coughs> four to five hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's great. I love it. That's anyway, what were you gonna say? Um, oh, I was like, imagine. I was gonna say, imagine if someone gave us money to make a porn. Combine our. Babe, it happened. It happened. <laughs> yeah. It happened. I mean, what yeah. do you think? Do you think I need an intimacy coordinator next year. I'm going to be in this rehearsal. Oh my God. <laughs> oh it's, my and they, they aren't cheap. Those rehearsals are not going to be cheap. Um, no. All I yeah. will say about my current job is that I, do, I did have to become bald from the nose down. Well, that's great. That's hot. I know. I. Yeah, but somebody crazy. else did that. You don't bald yourself down there, do you? Because whenever I do it, I get I get so <laughs> rashy. My... No, <laughs> I went and got I went and got professionally waxed from the nose down. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's starting to kind of grow back a little bit now, but not that I regularly know. bald myself down there, but I do sometimes. I did recently. Okay, the term. <laughs> Sorry, I can't come bald out. Bald is I'm, a verb. I'm I'm balding. Yeah, but ba- to bald. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so guys, I get... I'm I'm just gotta, I just need to bald. <laughs> gotta stay home and bald. Gotta stay home and bald. <laughs> Oh my god, he didn't even bald. <laughs> he didn't even bald. <laughs> he didn't even bald. Plump and bald. <laughs> plump bald. My plump bald Olivia. Oh my god. Which that's a story for another time. That is a story for another time. Uh, what about your plump bald labia? Yeah. I I've start, I can't without breaching my NDA, so I'm just okay. Oh yeah, it okay, yeah, I'm don't yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love an NDA. Oh, she's made it. She's N- made it. She said NDA. She's made it. She's at the top. It's lonely. It's litigious. Uh, <laughs> um, it's not your creative zenith if you don't have an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I signed my first NDA this year. I can't <gasps> say obviously can't say in feel? relation to what. Um, oh, super fun. A little bit scary, you know. I know it's the funny thing when you're like, I've signed this NDA, and then someone's like, "What was that about?" And you're like, "I can't tell you." But yeah, I've I've told I've told everyone, <laughs> not the important bits. I've I've relayed a paraphrased, um, legally ambiguous version of events same. where I and am never, not liable. <laughs> same and never online, and so yeah, never always online. always in a space where I can turn around and be like, "That bitch is crazy, and she lied." Only fuckheads <laughs> post. You know, only, fuck only fuckheads post. post. Um, yeah. only f- and only fuckheads send hate mail. It, honestly, I was thinking about this because I caught up with our friend of the pod, Courtney Dawson, on Sunday. Shout out! Shout, shout out! out shout, shout out! out. And Courtney is on Celebrity Treasure Island, which is does she win? Are we allowed to know if she wins yet? Has she told you? Well, that she's won? the finals next week. So, and no, she has not breached her NDA and told me. Anything she's about still on it? Winner. She made it. She's this still far. on it. She's still on it. I'm really excited to watch tonight's episode. This week's because she might have won. No, no. Next week is the finale. Okay. I don't know. But there's if a possibility she that she might have won because she's still on it right now. There's like seven people still on it right now. Oh, okay. And she's. Also, I didn't me... realize that this year was so low rent. Like they're not even on an island. Where are they? Some hills or lake? On a... No, they are on an island, but it's in the middle of Lake Howia. In the South Island. <laughs> it's in the South Island. Nothing sees recession quite like 
Um, like Howie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I actually love like Howie. And my friend has, anyway, what I was talking to Courtney and last week a guy was eliminated from the show called Jordan Vandermeer. And he went home to Hamilton where he lives. He was um, screamed at, spat at. People were sending him death threats because on Celebrity Treasure Island he had like cult leader vibes. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. It's fucking. If you're emotionally investing in Celebrity Treasure Island, kill yourself. Like, kill yourself. You are are a bane to society. You're a bane to society. And and killing yourself is a a public service. And I say this is someone who I. I do watch every episode of Celebrity Treasure Island and I do really enjoy it. And I think but enjoyment is not emotionally investing to the point of committing hate crimes against someone who rotates no. off the quote unquote island or lake or whatever enjoyment the fuck it is. Enjoyment is not actively seeking to abuse um past, present and future um people competitors. That's not that's not right. If you feel compelled to ex- to physically <laughs> express hate to someone from a reality show, uh, what I want you to do is find the mirror wherever it is in your house, wherever it may be, and when you do spot the problem, go see a therapist. <laughs> That's what I want you to do. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. someone was, um, yeah, like, so at the moment, the other comics who are on it is Eli Matheson, Laura Daniels, and James Mustapick. They're getting crazy messages, girl. It's it ain't right. <laughs> Honestly, if you're a fan of this pod and you've ever sent <laughs> a troll message, um, unfollow us, unfollow us, <laughs> delete us, <laughs> delete us. You're expelled. Unless it was funny, unless it was really funny, and it was and if it was really funny, rich. then you can screenshot it and send it to us. Yeah. But if yeah. you if you did it to a C list or lower New Zealand celebrity, um, <laughs> you're expelled from the group. We are expelling <laughs> you from our listening. Expelled from the group. Expelled from the group. Yeah. I mean, it's kicking a man when they're down. You know. If, oh no, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe not. (laughs) What do you think is the biggest life transition you've ever had? Um, Well, outside of puberty, which is obviously earth shattering. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, I don't know. Maybe this year. This year has been. Yeah. uh, It was a year after my dad died when I moved moved back to Auckland. That was pretty insane. Just like. Yeah. Trying to reorient, but this feels similar in terms of being so unsure of what what's what's going to happen or what's around the corner, and also that same sort of intensity and ferocity of hope and and exhil- and exhilaration. I don't know. This that same feeling of hopefulness. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. And I think that I don't know. Even though the world is literally politically, financially, emotionally uh, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I guess, yeah, it's that's quite a nice reminder. That's a nice reminder, boo. That oh, there is hope. That there's hope. That, uh, <laughs> I re- I regret saying hope now. I uh, hopeful's the wrong word. I'm feeling, I'm feeling optimistic, optimistic about my about what matters. So my my personal future. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, what matters. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Also, I don't have kids. I've got no dependents. I don't have any fucking assets. I'm like, I'm, I'm free as the goddamn wind. You know, like, you do have a new rug on your floor because I bought you one. <laughs> oh, well, that is an asset. That is an asset. That's an asset. Are you got a rug, asset. some shelves, uh, and some drawers? You got some drawers. Oh, that's really there. nice. 
That is really, that's really nice. And a mattress. Um, you got a mattress. But I definitely, I just actually can't imagine if I'm feeling like I'm staring down the barrel of an existential whatever mm. with zero dependence and relative freedom. I'm wondering what people with kids and various entanglements such as mortgages and debts are thinking, feeling right now. Obviously mm. from a distance because again, what's most important to me is me, but I can conceive <laughs> of the of the idea of the notion that there are but people out read, there. I've read books, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> other people, they're real. <laughs> um, other people I believe to exist. Um. <laughs> Damaris told me that I was the most selfish person she'd ever met in her life. Wow. But she said it in jest. Did she? <laughs> It was so endearing. <laughs> so endearing. Do you think that you're selfish? I, I just, I think everybody's selfish. I think, you know, the, the, the lens that you have to experience reality is yourself. Mm. What else is there? I would say that I'm not selfish. <laughs> okay. I do a lot for other people. I also I do a lot. I, I think a there's a danger and a delusion in, in morality, you know what I mean? Especially where self-interest is concerned. Like a lot of the nastiest ideology ends up being born from or out of a moralist, a, a moralism, you know? Like that. that is where, I mean, if I'm thinking about like certain conflicts that are raging at the moment and I won't be specific because there's just so many, so many fires, so many little fires everywhere. The majority of them, you know, the majority of that martial feeling comes out of some weird sort of nationalism and, and moralism, like, oh, God. I actually think the world would be a much better place if people were just a little more self-interested. I feel like I sort of, I feel like I 60% agree with you. Cool. <laughs> um, but I can't be bothered arguing about it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I could also just be feeling that and saying that as a sort of um, – Defense mechanism, in light of the election outcome, I've, I I do you know what I mean? Do you do you feel retentive? I feel retentive and yeah, and, and or like like I have to armor up for three horrible years, and I'm probably yeah. ca- catastrophizing. It's probably not going to be that bad, you know. Well, also that there's still, to be honest, there is a chance that um, big, the thing is, is that New Zealand First, captained by Winston Peters, captained. um. He he fucking hates David Seymour and he's loudly and boldly declared that he'll never go into a coalition government with him. So that's a good thing. But also New Zealand First is the party that do want to remove all gender neutral toilets. So that is the bad thing. Um, that is a bad thing, yeah. Yeah. Don't they not want to renege on all the climate stuff? They want to like, Yeah, they do. It's, oh it's really my it's really God. Bad. And then oh. not to mention, see, the, it was like a fucking turd sandwich um, garnished with shit on Saturday because it was at the New Zealand election. And then the fucking no vote in Australia, the absolute rejection oh, of the Aboriginal yeah. voice to parliament, which is just, if you're an Australian listener and you voted no, you are excluded from the group. You're excluded. You get fucked. Kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself. You're Fucking excluded from the group. You're excluded. You're excluded from life by your own hand. Kill yeah. yourself. My God. Fucking hell. Not that Rats in the Gutter is a political podcast, but it's yeah. very... <laughs> Like, if you're coming here for your hard-hitting politic, um, you're in the wrong place, darling. But I'm saying this because um, 
politics is coming for you, whether you're coming for it or not, you know? Like, <laughs> why am I full of fucking corny catchphrases tonight? Because we haven't done this in a little bit. We're rusty. And because we're busy girls now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and because actually I have to spend quite a lot of my day being earnest. Surprise, surprise. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm just so relieved that I don't have kids right now. It is actually just like, I, I just... I just, how do people have kids? How, how do people have kids? How do people afford to have kids? Oh, yeah. And how do people start wanting kids outside of the biological imperative to do so? Like, what is it? What is the vibe? Like, I would say that the, the biological, that? the biological imperative is strong. It's strong. Okay. Well, do you I've think definitely, I've experienced it, it. I've, it's just like, but how does it manifest bo- it in your head and in, in your feelings and your bodies like this? I'm genuinely okay. curious. I can only describe it from my own sense of just not just it's like this intrinsic knowing that one day I will give birth to a child and just complete acceptance of that. And so when I see a baby, this doesn't happen all the time, but it has happened. When I see a baby and I get clucky, it's like snatched. You're, Snatched. It, <laughs> Snatched. It's I am Rumble Stiltskin and I am Stomp 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 <laughs> through the floor. <laughs> and that child's name was Madeline McCann. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a you just feel it. You're like, oh yeah, this is my purpose. I don't know. Other people may experience things differently, um, but I'm only thinking about numero uni. <laughs> <laughs> uni. <laughs> Me, it's me. Meezy. <laughs> I think I just painted a really unflattering picture of myself as somehow pathologically selfish. No, and I also I think that I didn't. Um, I did nothing to <laughs> squash that. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. I actually so don't me, give a shit. Also, you're not pathologically selfish. You're an incredibly warm and generous person. Otherwise, you wouldn't. We wouldn't be friends. But I feel like it's you can do whatever you want as long as you don't kill anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, think <laughs> I would, again, 60% agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't kill. Oh, my God. We're really at odds tonight, you guys. We're really at odds. <laughs> Crazy. It's really wild. It's really wild. <laughs> so, um, transition. Yeah. This is the biggest transition for you. Yeah, this year it's it's been insane. Like thinking about changing my life, top down or ground up or whatever how you want to say it. Yeah. Like um, reimagining how I'm going to be spending my time, what what my and having to sort of really take um, a realistic inventory of what my capacities are, and then um, yeah. f- figuring out how to sort of paper over my cracks, weaknesses, flaws, um, or just hurts. compensate compensate with compensate for them with my strengths, things like that. Um, yeah, for sure. Of which there are many and you're, you know, you wouldn't be doing what you were doing if you weren't fucking amazing. You, like, you had to so be lovely. amazing. You had to be right amazing. Right back at you, eat. Johanna. Right back at oh, you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So nice. Mm. I feel like my life hasn't changed right now, but it's this time next year, we're looking at a completely, like, it's earth, it's going to be earth shatteringly different. I just, yeah. What you changing race or something? What are you talking about? Okay, I'm actually transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen your Hannah recently? She's Jamaican. I can't believe it. I actually did. Um, 
I did a gig on Wednesday called Wife Guys that Abby Howes organised. As where a I Jamaican played, woman? No, I played a bad male comedian and I I, I went, I did full drag king. Like I had, oh, yeah, I'd cool. drawn on a beard. Um, I had like this hat and um, someone afterwards told me that I was really hot as a man and I honestly was like, that's fun. Who was it? Um, it was Ella Mizrahi, and I'd like to shout out Ella. Oh, shout out, shout out to Ella. Pod, friend of the pod. Um, so you're having like a full Gaga Drag King moment. That's lovely. Oh yeah, I forgot that she had that era. Oh, I loved and and then she, and that was what album was that? It, um, it, it was bef- it, it wasn't art pop, was it? It was like between born um, born this way and art pop. I'm pretty sure. It's like since a long time, da, 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 da. that one. This time, will I fit it without you? That song. I'm pretty was... sure that's yeah. Between between born this way and up up, yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen photos of Gaga recently? No. She's doing a Vegas residency, which I would I would kill. To see that, yeah, I would, I would kill to see that. I would kill to see that. So you know, I had an opportunity to see Britney's Vegas residency, because um, my boss at the time, when I went on holiday, to, when I went to California, um, he offered to buy me and Owen either tickets to Disneyland or tickets to the Vegas residency, Britney's Britney's residency. We chose Disneyland. <laughs> And I feel that you chose wrong. You chose wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, Disneyland was it was really boring. It was not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, and, and I spent so get, much money on food. So and much as soon money as you food. got to Disneyland, were you like, "We've made a terrible mistake." No, I <laughs> I dragged Owen around onto onto every ride. I, I he really wasn't. He was like only forty percent keen on going, but I think he enjoyed himself by the end of it. I actually I love theme park rides to be honest. Although I went to Movie World as an so I'm, just pl- I'm my laptop needs to charge. Um, oh, yeah. I went, I went to Movie World as an adult, and is that the one where that family of five got minced on the log flume? That was Dream World, but really, Dream World. but both in the Gold Dream Coast. Dream World, whose dream, dream is that? Oh, yeah, dreams are free and minced. Um, oh, <laughs> no, the, <laughs> we went to movie. I went to movie as an adult, and honestly, I felt so sick afterwards because of the cortisol spikes from the adrenaline, and also the, <laughs> the absolute whiplash on the neck <laughs> of the Scooby Doo, which I loved as a child. Loved the Scooby Doo, but as an as a thirty year old, I was like. Ah! You want to talk whiplash? Try try getting DP'd for four hours. That's fucking whiplash. That is whiplash. That's beautiful. That's whiplash. That's that's carpet burns. You know. Well, they was it just like all, you know, they were just sort of taking turns, or and you were the sort of rotation between my front entrance and my back entrance. Oh, that I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it was just lovely. Oh my god, it's been so long since I had that kind of fun. I'm just having to reinstate it on a regular basis when I get back to Auckland. Oh, sans meth, sans meth. I just don't have the time or the energy for um, too many uppers. I don't think. No, I think I had, I did. Um, I went to a thirtieth. Oh, my friend Gussie and Ezra, a friend of the pod. Shout out! I went shout to out. Gussie. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! I went to. I say I went, shout out. I went to Gussie's thirtieth um, the other weekend. Happy birthday, mm. and. I um, partook in some treats, some treats at the party. Oh, yeah, and lovely. honestly, the next, I haven't done drugs in so long. And the week after, I honestly was like, I'm going to end it all. <laughs> I 
I, 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 <laughs> and honestly, when I'm staring to the void, you know, serotonin deficient, serotonin bankrupt um, after a night of whatever, the only thing that will hit the spot for me is three to five Harry Potter movies and fried food. And Completely. Nothing um, else will do. Nothing else I, will do. On Saturday when I was depressed after the election, um, I just absolutely beelined for Little Turkish, got a full mixed meat kebab on rice yeah. and ate it all in bed. Um, and that was, and that's a transition. That's a positive transition. <laughs> that's a transition. Um, I think we've been talking for a very long time. It's like yeah, I think I think that's the end for now. But we'll see you next week. We're doing this every week now, so like a so year. So the quality to drop, um, but yeah. the quantity to rise. Yeah, um, and we'll see you all next week, unless we have formally excluded you from the pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless we've asked you to kill yourself, in which case I expect you to be dead within twenty-four to forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I've been Johanna Cosgrove, and I've been Sam Takani, and, and you've been, been listening, listening to Rats, Rats in the Gutter, baby. Just sitting in the gutter, sitting in the gutter, sitting in the gutter, sitting in the gutter. Brad, 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 Brad,